Houstonians fighting water billing issues are one step closer to seeing some relief due to a major shift in power in our city government. And did this shift start because of a viral clip of Mayor Turner getting mad at KPRC Channel 2 investigative reporter Amy Davis? She joins me alongside Houston Landing reporter Matt Sledge to talk about what resolutions, if any, Houstonians might be getting for their incorrectly billed utility costs. It's Monday, December 4th, 2023. I'm Rahil Ramzanli, and here's what Houston's talking about. Okay, Amy, look, I, I just need to know what led up to that clip with Mayor Turner because he was not happy. And you're out there just fighting for Houstonians. What led up to that moment? Come on. Well, I mean, what led up to that moment was not as exciting as that actual moment. It was a lot of emails and back and forth saying, hey, we want to know this. Here are our questions. Back and forth to his director of communications, Mary Benton. Um, And so we had submitted questions. We've said, hey, we want to know about the water bill issues. I mean, we sent emails on a case-by-case basis, but then also just broadly you know, asking general questions. And and he had refused to do interviews for several months leading up to that. Okay, so Amy, did he for sure get in touch with your GM? I know that was one of the big things, like he's going to complain to your GM and your GM is probably like, this is a good thing. Yeah, my general manager never heard from him or anyone in his office. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so Matt, now that moment almost put this issue back into the limelight, right? And This is also creating this shift in power. Like, what is happening with city council and the mayor's office now with this issue spearheading it? Yeah, it's a really fascinating dynamic. The mayor has long held all the cards at Houston City Council. Uh, But if you'll recall, voters a few weeks ago passed this new thing called Proposition A uh, that lets council members put items on the agenda at city council. And for the first time, they're using that power uh, three council members are sponsoring a, you know, fairly small but still significant uh, reform to water billing. Uh, they're trying to make it so that DPW can't reach back more than three months to send a higher corrected water bill. Gotcha. Now, Amy, let's go back to your reporting because you've been focusing on this for over a year, and there have been some crazy bills that Houstonians have seen. Recap, like, how did this all start and why were so many Houstonians seeing these crazy bills? So I'll start with the last question first. Why are so many Houstonians seeing these crazy bills? We don't exactly know. I don't believe that the city of Houston Public Works knows. And so that has been the focus and the whole reason we're doing our investigation is let's figure out the problem how they're billing people, how they're coming up with sort of these outrageous, inflated, erratic bills. So it started with us just doing, I I do a lot of um, consumer type investigations where people will just call about um, irregular bills or, hey, I don't think I owe this. And way back in 2021, we were, we had several city of Houston water bill issues where people received a water bill for $7,000 or $2,500. And each time we'd reach out to public works in the water department. And each time the answer would be, sorry, they owe it. I mean, no real explanation. Nobody would ever talk with us on camera. We could never really get to the bottom of it. When we interviewed a, it was a 94-year-old man at the end of 2021, um, his name was Ray Dittmar, and he had like a $2,000 water bill. He lived in his home by himself. He's lived there for like 50 years. And it just, I said, you know what? We've got to do something bigger. It's not just a case-by-case basis. If we just continue doing these stories, the, the, um, 
calls and complaints to us were getting more frequent. We were hearing more of them. And I said, it's not just a one-off anymore. I mean, we need to figure out overall what is happening. And so that's when we decided to do it as a series, an investigation that we were following week after week. And now, Matt, some of these bills, uh, it takes forever to get resolved, right? I know y'all have been working on reporting as well at the Houston Landing about this. Are Houstonians seeing relief? Are they actually getting some resolution here? Yeah, it's a pretty uh, labyrinthine process uh, to try and appeal some of these high bills. And then my colleague, Maggie Gordon, has been writing columns about this for months. And she just recently wrote about a man who has been fighting a huge water bill for nearly a year. Um, So if if you want to fight these bills, it can take a lot of time. And it sure seems like just from some of the cases that Maggie's reported on and Amy has reported on, your best bet may be to go to the media. And Amy, has that helped going to the media? Has there been more resolutions with these customers? Because I've received some and it's so frustrating because you call somebody up and they go, oh, yeah, we're going to connect you to this department. And then you go to that department. They're like, no, actually, it's that department. And then it just gets frustrating. You just go, you know what? I, I don't even care right now. And the way the the water meter is read, I know in Houston, this is the big issue, right? If it gets disconnected electronically, then it's just a guesstimate. Like, hey, yes. here's what we think you owe. And that's what's causing this issue. That's what's causing some of the issues. Absolutely. And yes, it's extremely frustrating. Going to the media has seemed to help for a lot of people. Um, over the last 12 months, we've been able to sort of claw back or get refunds or credits for about 20 something people to the tune of like $92,000, a little over $92,000. But each of those, I mean, that is like 20 cases over a year. I mean, even when I send these cases to public works, it takes them sometimes more than two months on an individual case to get back to me with a resolution. Um, And if I'm having that sort of response, these these are people who have been trying to do it themselves for months before they ever decide to call the TV news station. It's maddening, really. Yeah, it really is. And the whole purpose of city council, of a city government, is to help the residents. And when there are issues and there's no solutions, you can just see why people lose trust in local government sometimes, right? And Matt, the the new resolution here to help out, right? You can't send a bill from three months ago or three-month max. Is this really going to help the issue, you think? I think it may help kind of on the margins or on the edges. This certainly does happen to folks from uh, what city council members are telling us. But there clearly seems to be a larger issue here. And like Amy was saying, it doesn't seem like DPW has necessarily wrapped their arms around what is happening. So I think even the administration is now acknowledging that there needs to be a larger, more comprehensive fix because you really can't just leave it up to the media to be the, the arbitrator of when when the system has, has gone awry. Amy, with your reporting, how do you think we can fix this? Or do you even have any idea? Like, it's such a complex problem. Um, I do think it's a complex problem. I think that the focus on it, at least they're talking about it and, and acknowledging that, hey, this... This is a problem. When this many people come forward with bills in the hundreds and thousands of dollars, this is something that we need to look into. I think there should be an audit 
first of all, I've asked the city, I've asked Public Works um, for multiple pieces of information they haven't been able to provide or have not provided. For example, how many water customers in the city of Houston have received a bill for no water usage over, say, like the last five years? Because in some cases, we've done stories where, you know, there was an elderly couple who thought that they were paying their water bill every single month. They were paying the bill that was sent to them, and it was like between $35 and $45. And then they got a huge bill for like $2,000. And when Mm -hmm. we started looking into it, what we learned is that that bill that the city has been sending them for years is only for their base account, not for any usage. And so once the city finally got out there and read it, years later, they backbilled them for two years. So that wasn't even an estimate. They just weren't charging them for water, but that couple just thought, oh, my, I usually pay $35 to $45 a month for water. So how many people have not been paying a water bill because the city can't get reads? And then, I mean, wow. that's a huge... So I think there needs to be an audit first. Let's first look at, you know, how many meters are we actually getting reads for? Whenever they do put in this new um, remote read sensor, sensors, they've been having a lot of problems with those. What's causing bills to spike when they get those remote reads in there? Amy, if a consumer has an issue, what are, what are the best steps to resolve it? Because it sounds like there really aren't many and it's bleak right now. What should they do in your opinion? I mean, it's bleak. We have done several stories just with, okay, basics. Um, while you're waiting on somebody to call you back, here are sort of the five steps that you can take. Because um, a lot of people just aren't used to trying to figure this out, right? So first, when you get your bill, if you get this super high bill or a bill you don't think you owe, take it off of auto pay because so many people have it set to auto pay. Even if you call and dispute it, the water department is supposed to put your bill on hold. But take it off auto pay because in some instances, that payment goes through. And people are like, whoa, I didn't think you were going to charge me that $2,000. I thought you were looking into it. And once they take that, it's even harder to get it back. Or the city then wants to give it back to you in a credit, right? So Mm. we've put some information. You could also find it on YouTube about how to check for leaks, turning your water off at the meter, going back in your house, you know, doing all these sorts of things. So you want to do that. It's a lot of these people that get these huge bills and the city says, oh, call a plumber. You probably have a leak. These are people that don't have the money for a plumber. And then you pay, you know, 60 to $200 for somebody to come check your home. And then there wasn't a problem. And then they're out that money as well. Wow. It's just it's so sad. And it's so frustrating to hear. Now, Matt, with this power shift, Did you think like city council would use it so fast or did the mayor's office even think they would use it so fast? And what could this mean for 2024? Yeah, it's pretty fascinating. It it, it appears to have caught everybody off guard. Basically, the rules aren't even in place yet. um, And the actual ordinance has kind of been in limbo because of that, because the city legal department is still deciding exactly how this is going to work. Um, looking forward, I think this could really change the dynamic at city council, uh, where the council members have long been dependent on the mayor uh, to put things on the agenda for them. Add to the mix the fact that we're going to have a new mayor, uh, no matter who it's going to be. We're going to have a lot of new council members. So I think we're going to see the dynamic change a lot. Exactly how it will shake out is, is yet to be de- determined. Amy, have you had a chance to speak with the candidates about this issue? Have they talked about what they would do to fix this issue? 
Um, we have. So after we we sent back in October when we started getting a whole more people calling us with their bills, we said, you know what, it's time to go back to city council. We had as many people as we could get show up with us. And it was like 27 water customers who all spoke in the public comment period before council. And all of the council members who were there acted very concerned, surprised, even though they said they'd been getting these calls. So we followed up with each one of them and said, okay, now, you're on camera acting like this is horrible. We've got a problem. Now, what are you going to do about it? Um, and we posted all of their responses on our website. But some of them, uh, Letitia Plummer had some very good ideas that were very thorough. And one of them included something like an audit, like, hey, let's start and let's figure out, you know, of these new remote reads, reading sensors that we've put in, how many of those are working properly? How many of those are having problems? And let's not put any more in until we know that that technology is working like it's supposed to. Um, mm. And Amy Peck proposed what this um, ordinance proposal is that we're supposed to talk about at the council meeting, the next council meeting, about the not billing backwards by more than three months. Um, so all of them had did have good ideas, not all of them, but the council members who came to us had had some pretty good ideas to at least try to get a handle on what's going on and what's going wrong. That is wild. And here's hoping that they actually implement some of these ideas. We get that audit. Hey, Matt, any final thoughts on this? Yeah, you know, to your point, I do think we're going to see some kind of legislation passed. You've got the council members pushing for it now, and you've got the mayor acknowledging that something needs to happen. And I think he's in kind of legacy building mode right now. Um, and this is an issue that's out there that's lingering, that's in people's minds. So he's going to feel like he needs to do something in these final few weeks of his administration. Here's hoping he does. Amy, final thoughts? Um, just uh, that has been the whole point of our investigation over the last year is trying to fix the system, get the attention, get the transparency, get the eyes on it so that they could fix the problems for everybody in the city of Houston. Well, Amy, that was great. Matt, that was outstanding. Amy, I'm going to email your GM, okay? I'll I'll <laughs> email your GM, say this was a great interview. I got you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, both of y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. That was Amy Davis and Matt Sledge. You can check out all of their work and the resources we discussed to fight back against those bills in our show notes. So have you had any success getting a refund or fix on an incorrect bill from the city? Let us know with the contact info in our show notes. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening and I hope you learned something new. 